Do you want to go gluten-free or grain-free but don't know where to start? Does a gluten-free diet feel overwhelming or anxiety-inducing to you? Or are you currently on a gluten-free or grain-free diet and are sick of eating the same things? If you said yes to any of these questions, then this podcast episode is for you. On today's episode, I'm giving you five tips to go gluten-free or grain-free with ease. You can use these tips for any diet change, and you can use it even if you're already been gluten-free or grain-free for a while. If you're ready to boost your gut health and end bloating and constipation with a healthy gluten-free diet, then this podcast episode is for you. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work. Breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunked myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. So before we jump into my gluten-free tips for this episode, because this that is coming, if you have gone or are going gluten-free and it has not fixed your bloating, constipation, skin problems, gut health problems, hormones, or any other symptom you are currently trying to heal, let me start this episode by saying this episode is not for you. <laughs> right. You were not you were not expecting that. So why would I say that? So number one, you can learn all about why going gluten-free hasn't healed your gas and bloating and skin and everything else by checking out my podcast episode 116. I have it linked in the show notes and it is titled episode 116, Why Going Gluten-Free Hasn't Healed Your Gas and Bloating. But you can also join my free workshop, which is happening November 13 and 14th, the Clear Your Constipation Workshop. This live two-day workshop is going to teach you the four keys to end bloating and constipation. And hint, it is not all about going gluten-free, taking probiotics, eating fiber, or all that other stuff you find on the internet. What this workshop is going to include is a live 45-minute Zoom call with me and all the other ladies and men who want to end bloating and constipation for two days, quick to-the-point teaching, easy-to-do homework with quick wins, an opportunity for a free 15-minute power coaching with me, and walking away with the next steps to end your bloating and constipation, get prizes, meet new friends, and have clarity on why you have not been able to end your bloating and constipation thus far and what to do instead. 
I promise you will have no more recommendations to just drink water, eat fiber, and take probiotics. This workshop will not include the same recommendations you see all over the internet. My promise to you about this workshop is you will hear something new in this workshop that will unlock your bowels, literally, because... Honestly, I don't have time to put this much effort into something that doesn't work. So on top of all this, I'm going to be giving out prizes to you for just showing up because I want this to be a party. There will be a prize for day one and a prize for day two, and I'm going to be sharing all about the details of our prizes in our registration emails. So if you're ready to register, you can go to betterbellytherapies.com CYC or click the link in the show notes to register today. And if you're worried about the fact that you can't show up, no biggie. We will be recording and sharing a replay of the workshop for both day one and day two, and you will still get access to our special bonus offer that will be at the end of the workshop just for being a part of the registration community, whether you are there live or not. So if you are ready to register, just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash CYC. That's betterbellytherapies.com slash CYC, or click the link in the show notes. Okay, in the meantime, on to our top top five tips. All right, you ready? So top tip number one, pull out a sheet of paper. This is part of it. It's a part of activation. So find a sheet of paper. If you don't have a phone, um, and I'll guide you onto what you'll do if, you, if you're writing all this on a phone, but you need something that you're going to be brain dumping some words onto it, most of them related to food. Um, you're gonna, and if you have a sheet of paper, you're going to draw a line down the middle. If you have a piece of phone, if you have a phone, you can just create two headers, one that says yes, colon, and then another header where you just give yourself some space be above the yes, um, and then go down to the no. And actually switch that, do no first, and then yes. It'll work both ways, but I personally would do the no first because we're going to do it in that order. So if you have a phone, no, and then another space, and then yes, colon, and you're going to have some, some different things you're going to write in a bullet point. And then if you're on the sheet of paper, you have a line down the middle. On the left column of this line, you're going to write no at the top of the column. And then you're going to brain dump what you can't eat. So in the case of it being gluten, you're going to, you might just write wheat slash gluten. And then you're going to write down everything that you can think of that has wheat and gluten in it typically. So breads, pastas, cakes, muffins. I know there's gluten-free versions of this, but but just, you know, write down all the things that usually would come with gluten so that you can think of and and think about things like that you might have typically made either maybe say you still haven't gone gluten-free. Think of all the recipes you're currently making or eating. So, it could be sandwiches, it could be um lasagna, it could be um things with risotto in it. Um, I think risotto is made with with a pasta, but maybe it's made with rice. All those things. If, if you're unsure, just check. Just Google, you know, does this recipe or does this food have wheat in it? Another thing you could do is actually Google just what foods and recipes have wheat in them. And there's lots of lists online. Um, but if you are trying to go grain-free, for example, trying to avoid rice and corn, and and this is not the episode to talk about which one to do because that's a whole thing. And honestly, that's something I'm going to be getting into in my workshop, the Clear Your Constipation Workshop, which I talked about. Again, you can register for it at betterbellytherapies.com CYC if you want to learn more about how to even know what foods to avoid 
you know, so you can actually get rid of the symptoms you're dealing with. I'm really going to be honing in on bloating and constipation, um, but it's going to apply to so many other parts of your, your health. Um, but if you're, if you're grain free, you're going to write down grains at the top, like rice, corn, quinoa, and then write down foods that typically have those things in it. So it could be sushi or tortilla chips or corn on the cob, just things that you, especially the more you you are currently eating those things, that's what you're going to write down on that left column. So that's step two, brain dump all the things you can't eat. And this is going to be the list, like maybe you're going to shed a couple tears. Like I have done this process when I had to go grain free and I, I was, I was a little frustrated. That's okay. It's okay to be frustrated and it's okay to grieve. But this, this list does help you just a get it all out. And then B, what you're going to do with all this this list, it's not there to just make you feel sad. You're actually going to use that list and then replace it with things you can eat. Because a lot of times, one of the hardest things when you stop eating something in your diet is the fact that your brain is so used to looking for that thing when you leave the house. It's like when you leave a building, you are looking for your car. Your eyes are really good at finding your car. Even if it's a gray you know, minivan and there's 20 gray minivans in the lot, you know all the little nuances to help find your car on top of the fact that you might have parked it and that can help. But but you know, even if your spouse is driving it and you can see your car from a mile away, right? We, same thing, your brain gets used to looking for, hey, I really want a snack and it has this short short list that it, you probably don't even process that it has a list, right? It has a short list of things in it that says, here are five things you could eat really fast. And if four of them or five of them have gluten in it, you're immediately going to be frustrated. So now step three, what you're going to do is the right column is everything you can eat. And before we like make decisions on what you're going to eat right now or tomorrow, or what you're going to buy at the grocery store, all you're going to do is again, brain dump everything you can eat. So in the yes column, there's a lot in the yes, by the way. And a lot of times when someone goes gluten or grain free or any other diet change, like all you can focus on is what you can't eat. But if you re- literally write down all the things you can eat, there's a lot of foods in that category. So what you can eat, I like to categorize it by veggies as a category. So I might even like create like a little or somewhat big, like I'll split up that column into four or five different chunks and then write veggies, fruits, meats, fats, and carbs. So start writing down veggies. It could be carrots, celery, um, bell pepper. I didn't pre-write any of this. Onion, garlic. These are all gluten-free. Like all veggies are gluten-free. Isn't that amazing? Bless the Lord. All veggies are gluten-free. So write down any veggie you can think of, peas, beans, beans are technically like legumes, maybe more, more in the carb category, but you get the deal. Fruits, write down bananas and and apples and mangoes and strawberries and blueberries and especially fruits you like to eat or tend to buy, seasonal fruits, all that. And then you'll have a column for meat. You can write down pork and turkey and egg. And, you know, if you don't eat one of these things because of sensitivity or religious regions or you don't feel good on them, that's fine. Write down the ones you can eat, um, beef and all that, sausages, and it could be prepared food like ribs, or it could just be the raw version of it. But write down everything you can think of, burgers and salmon and tilapia. Think about all the meat categories you could possibly think of. Get to fats. You're going to think avocados, olive oil, cheeses. Um, There are dairy-free cheeses, which I'm actually going to have an episode on literally next week. So if you want to talk about how can you eat cheese that isn't plant-based but and tastes like cheese but isn't cow-based, 
listen to next week's episode. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. I'm going to be talking about my favorite cheeses that I buy from Costco and Trader Joe's and Myers and, and all your local grocery store stuff. Don't have to be super niche. Um, nut butters are also fats. So if those are going to be great sources of energy and, and, and inspiration for you. And then a carb category. Now, this category tends to be the most important when you're thinking about not eating gluten or grains anymore um, because a lot of times gluten is filling the role of a carb on, in, in a meal. And so this is going to be things like some of my favorite things that I have in this category are lentil and chickpea noodles. These are noodles that are grain-free because they're made out of beans and they're high in fiber, high in protein. They're phenomenal. Um, so lentil and chickpea noodles. I really love grain-free tortilla chips and tortillas by the brand Siete Foods. You can buy these frozen and fresh. This is great for anything Mexican you want. They are grain-free, not just gluten-free. So another win there. If you're gluten-free, you can still eat corn and rice. So corn tortilla chips or rice itself. Sweet potatoes. Love sweet potatoes. Eat them. You can just eat them baked, um, dice them, have a sweet potato chili, sweet potato soups of all sorts, um, white potatoes also, which you can have as, you know, potato chips even, or, uh, and I know that can be, it might be controversial. I am pro potato chips, especially on a grain-free diet, which when you're not eating a lot of inflammatory, other inflammatory foods, but that is for another conversation for another day. You're just writing down, you know, baked potato soup. Um, which you can make in a crock pot or mashed potatoes or um, some type of potatoes with cheese dish that you can put in the oven. All these different things are options for your carbs. Now that right column is your playground. It is everything you can mix and match and you can eat carrots and dip it in hummus and celery and put it in peanut butter. And so step four is you are going to mix and match all these things. So like a great basic thing is pick one veggie, one meat, and one carb, and that's a meal, right? So you could pick uh, sausages and broccoli that you could either eat raw or you could boil or you could, or rather steam, or you could fry, and then you're going to pick a sweet potato, and that's a meal. You just put some salt and pepper. You can get more fancy. You can get less fancy. Or you could do two veggies, like an onion and some zucchini that you saute and one meat and one carb. You could do lots of crock pot options of these things where you put these all in a crock pot at the beginning of the day and it's cooked at the end and it's multiple meals because crock pots are ginormous, right? Um, or you can add a sauce into some of these things like tomato sauces um, are huge go-tos for me or like a curry sauce, especially coconut curry since they're dairy-free. Um, shout out to all the people who are dairy-free like myself. But all that being said, the right column is your playground, and that's what you can eat without needing to feel like, what am I going to eat? I can't eat anything. There are additional hacks you can do, and that gets us to step five, where maybe you are also like, well, Allison, I really like eating crackers, and I used to eat these wheat crackers, but now what do I eat? You can either Google like grain-free crackers or gluten-free crackers, you'll find a bunch of brands. Um, I can tell you I really like simple 
Mills. Simple Mills has an almond flour brand. There's always new brands coming out. Maybe if you're listening to this in a year or two, maybe that brand's out of business. So the big thing is just be flexible. Look for these things. Know that there are grain and gluten-free options out there for lots of things. Um, and, And just have time. Like one of the things you're doing as you're writing this list is you're literally just giving yourself time to adjust. You're giving your brain time to say, let me pre- think about what I can eat so that I don't like panic or or feel paralyzed or anxious when it is time to eat something else. This list and that that right-hand column that has the yes in it or the all the yeses on your phone, that becomes your grocery list. If you want to know what do you buy, buy everything on that list. Like just grab all those things on your list and put it in like your cart, whether I'm often buying food that that's like on a, on a pickup. So I just put it into a digital cart and then I go and pick it up at the store and then I bring it home. It becomes your recipe list. If you're wondering what foods do I put in a certain recipe, these are your foods you can use. It's also, um, kind of the step five, the bonus step is go to Pinterest and say, you know, sweet potato recipes, cause you're looking for recipes that are now not based in wheat or grain-free lasagna or gluten-free whatever it is, whatever you're looking for, these things are definitely on Pinterest because people are um, putting putting recipes out there to be found. And I found it's much better even than Google typically in, in its SEO, especially for recipes. So I'm a huge, huge fan of Pinterest. You can save those recipes and then refer back to them at any time. So that would be step five. Your fifth tip is use Pinterest, use Google um, for keywords of grain-free and gluten-free as you're trying to, if you're trying to find inspiration for just a new recipe, you don't know how to make a dairy-free curry. Great. Here's just use Pinterest and it will kind of guide you in more of the nuances of what spices and what herbs and how long to cook something for and what temperature, all those nitty gritty. But the list and what you can eat is right in front of you because you just wrote it out. So I hope that super helped you. If you are not sure what foods to avoid or eat, if you're listening to this and you've tried going gluten-free or grain-free or dairy-free or keto or whatever it is, low FODMAP, and you have not gotten rid of your bloating and constipation and hormone problems problems and all those other things, I want to again invite you to my join my free two-day workshop, Clear Your Constipation. If you want to go beyond just changing your food and you feel like food is not healing you, guess what? You're not alone and food is not enough for some people to get better. So come join, learn about the four hacks and the four steps to getting rid of bloating and constipation for good that goes beyond food and the regular, all that boring stuff you're going to find on the internet. So go to betterbellytherapies.com slash CYC, and I hope to see you there. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. 
And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.